Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Me and the Crew. I'm your host, Shani Leverett. Today, we're diving into the important and thought-provoking topic of interracial relationships. Uh, joining me in this candid and insightful conversation is a dear friend of mine, Kimberly Tran. We'll explore the dynamics and challenges and beauty that comes with love that transcends racial boundaries. Uh, so, with that, let's get ready to have a compelling discussion that celebrates diversity, dismantles stereotypes, and highlights the strength of love in all forms. So without further ado, let's jump into the conversation with Kimberly Tran. Man, I can't tell you how excited I am to have you on the show today. Not going to do any introductions. You're my friend, so we're going to get right into it. You dating or having a preference with your dating, did that stem from your demographic? What did that stem from? Opportunity? Because we know that um, typically if you're dating, you're dating the people who are around you. Right. I think for me, it's definitely uh, a matter of nature versus nurture. And nurture, the the environment I grew up in, um, I think that had a heavy influence on me, the community I'm a part a part of. Um, I think with with the Bay Area and all the surrounding areas of it, there is a the the type of community that we are around. It's a reflection of of people that don't look like us, and I mm-hmm. think that's the most beautiful thing that I've ever you know experienced. And I I think having such a unique um, way of growing up, it has definitely shaped the way I view people the way I view my life, the way I, I want to, you know, change the world in a way. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, the communities, the people that I was around were mostly black and brown folks. And Mm -hmm. so we were also like low, not even low middle class, just low class. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, coming from an immigrant family, we were, um, we had limited resources and who else were a part of the limited resources, black and brown communities. Right. And so I think um, I had access to these type of people or like a diverse group of people from a very young age. And that's all I've known for a very long time. I wasn't even, you know, exposed to more Asian folks that were outside of my family until college. Mm. And so oh. dating has always been, what was within my environment and my environment were black and brown folks. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, it makes you realize that we are more similar than we are like different. Uh, I said, I didn't know that that part I didn't know. And I was going to ask you because as long as I've known you, we've never talked about uh, your environment in detail. I know where you grew up. I knew the area. I know, uh, you know, mom, pop, that kind of thing. Did, was that ever frowned upon you being in that environment? Um, was that ever frowned upon where your parents were d- discriminatory in any uh, any kind of way, or were they just totally free and just like let you date or be around whoever you wanted to be around? Yeah, I mean, I didn't really date. I mean, growing up or anything like that. But all my friends were 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 not Asian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we didn't have anyone that we knew of again, outside of our family, that that was specifically Vietnamese until I think I had one middle school friend that was Vietnamese. But then like when I went to college is when mm-hmm. I got got to experience more of like different Asian cultures. Mm-hmm. But um, no, not really. I mean, it's just like 
where we landed after they immigrated or they um yeah once they they got to america uh my uncle was already here and so this is the place he decided to make his home and so my my dad his brother followed suit and we were just around these people and it wasn't really i think there was really no i don't i wouldn't say discriminatory but i would say like more cautious of of like you know they've never seen a white person before they've never seen mm -hmm. a black person before they've never seen, they've never seen any type of people outside of like vietnamese cambodian chinese thai right. lao people you know like the surrounding areas of of vietnam and such mm -hmm. and so it was it was like okay so how do we cautiously adapt and how do we adapt without losing our culture yeah shoot wow and wow let's see man this is um ah, this this is perfect man because these are topics or this topic you and i have never discussed so mm -hmm. didn't know where that where that stemmed from you know you and i have mm -hmm. never talked like i say in detail about that would you right. say that wasn't it was an advantage um because you know like some to like i grew up in a predominantly african-american neighborhood we had uh, white people in the neighborhood, but those were people who worked in the neighborhood. And this is when early on, um, you can count the Latino bros or anybody, anybody else on one hand. And I'm not exaggerating with that. Um, mm -hmm. So with that, we always had that kind of, you know, that, that, that mesh where it was just us. So like I said, you date the people who you have access to. I mm -hmm. didn't go to school with anyone who was white until high school. You get mm -hmm. it? And I didn't date anyone outside of my race until, uh, yeah, kind of after high school, you know? And so I'll, I'll say that if I had only stayed in my neighborhood um, and only knew what was in my neighborhood and listened to uh, some of the um, cautionary tales from my parents who didn't trust anybody outside of us, my views would have been skewed as opposed to when I travel and finding out that everybody's just the same. You know, mm -hmm. we all have the same basic needs. We may have preferences when it comes to skin color or hair texture or some of those other things. But overall, uh, you, the, the, basic, the, the basic needs, people at their essence is primarily the same. Does yeah, that but that's sense? that's a little that's a little problematic if you have a preferred hair texture. That's crazy. You, you have yeah, like, I, I mean, but you, you have some. You definitely have some people who, <laughs> you know, I, and I'll say this: I've been told on, on more than one occasion that I am not dark enough, that my mm. hair that my hair is not nappy enough. Real talk. Mm. So, and I'm not saying it's right by any means, but just people have their preference that that thing specifically you get but it when does but when does a preference and uh, like a kink or a mm -hmm. a fetish become like it's a blurred line yeah you know? i agree with that so i agree with that 100 100 and i guess i think it uh you know and i i can't speak for other people and that's why we're having this dialogue um you know your, your preference well what does your preference and i don't mean you particularly what does your preference look like and if you do have a preference, what is that preference based on? You get it? Um, because, you know, people who can't date outside of their religion, who, right. cannot, who cannot date outside of their culture, who aren't well, allowed to date outside of their race. And, I, and that's across the board. I, I know African bros and African sisters who, who are not, I mean, and they're, they're still, they're too, in my opinion, they're old enough to know better. 
and they're old enough to make their own decisions, but they don't want to go against what the family wants. You get it? Or if they have a sexual preference and you have to start dwindling those things down. So uh, you're absolutely right. When does that, that, that line between, well, these are the things I like and this is what has to be. I, I think um, when we get caught up in that, we lose out on a lot of opportunities. Yeah, I mean, I think people have preferences based on, again, what they've known, mm -hmm. but also what they want to know. Right. So it's like a matter of, okay, you know, this is what I've always been into. And it's been kind of sculpted throughout my, my childhood or my earlyhood until now. But then I'm sure there's also those who've been like, I've always dated this type of person, maybe mm -hmm. it's time for me to switch it up and try something different. And maybe who knows, I could be into something that I would have never thought I'd be into. Yeah. Yeah. And then just being open to opportunities. And I'm, I'm a little, uh, I'm a little older than you. Just a little bit. <laughs> just a tad. Um, just like five uh, years or something, right? Yeah. Just, yeah. 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 Five, uh, five dog years. But, uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but just, I, I I dated this woman one time and blonde hair, green eyes, um, and turns out she was only dating me to make her parents mad. Mm. You get it? Um, her parents were, uh, I, I'm about to use a name. If I drop that name, you might know. Um, anyway, her parents, were. she came from a well-to-do family. Came from a well-to-do family, uh, but would only bring me around to like dinner parties or or cab cab I know caviar parties existed, but those kind of things wow. and would want me and wouldn't tell me what it was exactly. And at this time I was in like, you know, it, it was like the Jodeci, the Jodeci thing. So I had baggy jeans and Tim's, my hat turned backwards and that kind of stuff. So I'd show up to these parties in let's say Malibu Canyon and I I would be the odd man out. But she would kind of parade me around. I just just not knowing, you know, mm -hmm. not not getting it. Uh, but it was just to rub that in her parents' face. Mm -hmm. So you know. But then again, you have that, and then you have the other side where people who just really want to get to know you, or you know, and enjoy that part of your culture that they want to immerse themselves in, where where, where they're just cool being around you and whatever comes with you. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they have that kind of open heart and that kind of open mindset to just receive you. Because I'm not sure if you have, but I've been in situations where you're dating someone and you're getting skewed looks. Yeah, I don't know if I've had have had that directly or maybe I'm not paying attention mm -hmm. where it has happened. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like I'm sure there might have been looks, especially when the man, the, the, the men I've dated were much taller than me or something. And it's like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> but, 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 but no, I'm saying like, there's a, there's a height difference, you know, but I don't right, know right. much about if they're staring for the reasons. I mean, they, they mm -hmm. probably are. I don't, I'm not dismissing that. I'm just saying, I haven't noticed it's that it's because of we're two different quote unquote races. Right. I get that. Uh, like I said, I don't, I don't care. Uh, mm -hmm. but it sometimes it would, you, you're at a restaurant and you're at a soul food restaurant <laughs> more specifically. And, you know, you can tell people are like, it, it may be no, no, no ill intent. It may be none, but you are definitely the odd couple 
in that environment. Or I've had people ask me specifically, you know, why do you have her stringy hair ass in here? Oh wow! So, now, yeah. uh, question: What what in what era did they did they ask you this? Like how oh, long ago was, did they ask? Oh, this this was uh this had to be in the nineties. Mm -hmm. This this had to be in. And I mean, the thing is, right? Um, how how do I say that? I, I I'm attracted to to laughter. You know, I'm, I'm attracted to. It has That's nothing beautiful. to do with. It. I, it is. I mean, those are those kind of things hold me longer than anything else. Mm -hmm. You know, because the things that you say you want physically, those things are going to decline. Those things are going to tarnish. They're going to gravity is going to take away some of those things. So you have to be myself. Anyway, I'm more earful than I am eyeful. Mm, wow. Does that make sense? I am. Snaps. And snaps. No, seriously. I am. I'm, I'm because it's, you know, and, and once again, because maybe because I'm older and you read, you had those experiences where you chase certain things based on whatever they look like. And then you catch those things and find out they're not fulfilling. Mm -hmm. They're, they're just not, they're just, they're just things. And with that, you know, but you know what it's like when you got somebody who just cracks you up. Whether, right. whether they whether they want you to because you'll hold on to those memories longer than you will man i dated this woman her body was this i dated this woman and she did this no nah, man dude bro man we laugh all the time about what whatever we laugh mm -hmm. at ourselves all the time that last to me that's that's been my experience that will last longer and that will keep it doesn't tarnish it doesn't expire it doesn't get old Right now, you can have that along with the other things that you know you, you may have a preference for. That's the idea situation. That's Xanadu. But I for me, I, I always I always start I always start at the other place. You know, I always start at the other place. So, um, I, how do you navigate? How, how how do I say this? Do you feel any pressure getting older now? And we know you're like you're still you're still a baby compared to to most. Am I? Did you? Yeah, you are, man. Come on now. <laughs> do you do, do you feel any pressure? Like like your circle is getting smaller as far as what you have that pool you have to draw from. Do you feel that getting smaller? And like, if so, and if so, is is that would you consider just expanding your? You know what? I'm I'm just, I'm just opening myself up to any and everybody, even though you may have a preference. You know, Sean, yeah, I think that I was not blessed like some of my peers who have found their soulmate at age 21, 25, mm. 28, 30. Mm. <laughs> um, okay. And as you get older, you know, your I'm sure you may know this or have experienced this or met women or whoever who have witnessed this or dealt with this as well is you realize that you have to yeah definitely be more open-minded but also like be more accepting of certain things mm -hmm. I um to to be uh, transparent I'm 32 I'm turning 33 um and one of my non-negotiables has always been no children it's still no children I don't mm. care how perfect you are I just can't split that 
attention. I don't, I just, I just can't do it, you know, hmm. for personal reasons. So I but didn't know I think, that. That I didn't know. Yeah. But okay. at a certain point, if I'm still single, let's just say 45, I'm going to mm-hmm. have to be accepting of that. Do I plan okay. on being single until 45? Who knows? Because okay. I, I'm not, I've been single for almost 10 years. And if, if you're not coming at me with the things that I need, like I already have my, my life on lock. If you're not mm-hmm. doing anything to make me better, to ease my life, not, no, no, maybe not easing. Easing isn't the right word. If you can't challenge me in a way where I want to grow with you, I don't really want anything to do with you. Cause I can just do that on my own. I can, I make my life easier. So right. what can you do for me? And I feel like when you have a child, your priorities are your children as it should be. But right. um, I'm, I'm just not going to fight for time. So, um, did I even answer your question? I'm so sorry. I just got into like a whole, <laughs> um, oh yeah. Um, we were talking about how it, it expanding, expanding yeah. your, so yeah, I'm your still pool. restrictive of certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've always been pretty open about who it, I just got to be attracted to them. I don't care if you're pink, purple, green. I right. want to know what's up with those aliens. Can they take me out of here? Because <laughs> America is not where it's at right now. Right. So if they got a better place up in their planet, their little mm-hmm. spacecraft, pick me up now. Okay. So, <laughs> so off, off the top, not off, but a uh, quick detour from the, the race thing. Someone, someone you, you meet somebody and just, you know, eye contact is great. Oh, that's cool. Uh, spend time getting to know them. Um, checking off boxes here and there that you didn't even know you had. Having to find out he would love to be in a relationship with you. He would love to get to know you. He would love to build a family with you. He would think that would bring you guys even closer together and just give him more to love because it would be a part of you. That would still be a no-go. And he has a, a kid? No. He wants kids with you. Oh, that's a whole different story. I'm saying he can't come with, with, with his. children. Yeah. Okay. No, okay. 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 Like I said, if All I'm 45, right. I'll be accepting of it because at that point, <laughs> if, if he, if I'm still single at 45, uh-huh. and he is single at 45, and he has no children, then I'm questioning what's going on because he's probably questioning okay. me what's going on with me. <laughs> so we both can't be two crazy people together. One of us got to be sane, and I think it's got to oh, be him. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I wonder because I, I didn't I didn't know the children part. I didn't. Yeah. So the opportunity to touch on that and get to know another part of you. Let, let, let's talk yeah. about how how you handle. Um, God, how, how do how do I ask that question? Someone who doesn't, and I'm, I'm not sure where you are, but like I I could not date somebody who doesn't necessarily like children. They only they don't have to have children, but they don't like children because I love being around children all the time which means mm-hmm. I couldn't share that portion of my life or my heart with them, which, would, which wouldn't be fair, which wouldn't be fair to them, wouldn't be fair to us. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. How, how, how would you handle relationship stuff with somebody who is, if you feel strongly about uh, racial equality or women's rights or something along that line, how, how do you handle that in a relationship with someone who doesn't look like you? If you felt strongly about Vietnamese rights, 
and you're dating someone who's not Vietnamese, but they don't understand your viewpoint on how you feel strongly about that. How, how do you handle that? I think that's based on compatibility and understanding who that person is that you're dealing with and who and who and their understanding of who you are. If you mm -hmm. know I have a deep rooted love and passion for these certain social political issues mm -hmm. and you're not on the same page as me, that, that's probably something that I probably I heavily identify with. So if you mm -hmm. can't see that, then that's problematic. Not, not problematic, but it's a problem. OK, it's a it very is. big problem. Because now, not only am I fighting the world on these issues, I gotta go home and fight you. Fight with you too, right. Yeah. Right, I, I, was, I was gonna ask that. So is that something you stick around for to see no. if it gets better? Because now, and okay, and I, I can only use myself <laughs> where it's like, you know what, I, I, no, I don't know this part of you. I'm not necessarily cool with this part of you, but because I care about you, I'm open to learning it because I love you. Does that make sense? Yeah, and do, I, do you do would that, you stick around for that? I mean, I I've been in something similar to that where mm -hmm. you could the person that I this is a personal thing. If I'm if I'm dating someone, they have to have a love for humanity. That does not mean mm -hmm. just one type of humanity. It means all yeah. humanity. Yeah, it, right. The illegal worker selling flowers on the corner is no mm -hmm. less or worse or better or whatever than the CEO sitting at Apple. Or right. whatever you know what i mean like right. we are all people we have found a way to america this is also very specific as in like my experience and my understanding of of the world and the community that i'm a part of you know mm -hmm. I, I i can't imagine a world where i'm dating someone and they don't believe in the things i believe in because there's no unity there there would be no yeah. union between us because there's no unity I am with you because I believe in things that you believe in. I am with you because I support you. How can I support you and want to be with you if we don't even see eye to eye on social issues that we are very passionate about? Right. So, right. and right. I'm not going to try to convince you because human rights is not, I don't, that, that's a whole different topic. But if we can't see eye to eye on that, then there's no mm -hmm. way, then it's just a very, surface level relationship it's just physical then where yeah. but why would i even want to be involved with someone physically if i can't even yeah no it's it's, it's a no for me <laughs> <laughs> and that but that's why i asked it in that way where you know like ignorance i, I can look past ignorance i, I can mm -hmm. look past ignorance um if there's something on the other side of that if there's growth or a potential growth where you know okay well they're they're just not cool where they are in this space and they want different. You get it? Sure. I, I, sure. Which means I can look past some stuff as opposed to that's just no. You get it? So and that's that's yeah. why I wanted to ask because we know that you got enough to deal with. You have enough to deal with personally, um, let alone bringing somebody into it who you want to fight with you. And like mm -hmm. you touched on earlier, you don't want to go out and fight in the world, then have to come home and fight there too. Mm -hmm. And yep. if you can, if you start filtering down what you guys are disagreeing on, and if, if the core of that or your core beliefs, that's definitely a problem. Yeah, and that, has, no way. that has no way. You're right. I agree with that. And that has everything to do with 
an individual preference. It has nothing to do with color or race or anything like that. Because we know that there are misconceptions about interracial dating. Mm-hmm. There are misconceptions. Let's pause right there. When we come back, let's talk about those misconceptions of interracial dating. We'll be right back with more from Miss Kimberly Tran. It's Che Guerrero, and whenever I'm in Los Angeles, you'll find me chilling with Sean from Me and the Crew. At Rooted Friends Project, we're on a mission to transform lives and create brighter futures. Our vision is simple. Empower underserved communities through education, nutrition, and active engagement. Through our innovative programs, we're addressing crucial needs like health awareness, academic support, and personal growth. We're not just a nonprofit. We're a family. Together, we're making a real impact one child at a time. But to keep changing lives, we need your support. With your help, we can reach even more children and families. Your donation will go directly towards expanding our programs, hosting events, and providing essential resources. Join us in creating brighter futures for the next generation. Together, we can make a difference that lasts a lifetime. Rooted Friends Project, empowering today's children to become tomorrow's leaders. And we're back. Before the break, touched on some of the misconceptions about interracial dating. I know it's a different time from when I started dating early on because some of the misconceptions that were thrown at me was that there would be a huge language barrier between you and the person you were dating. Um, Family acceptance would not happen based on how I look and where I grew up. And I wanted to ask you, based on today's time, because you were living in today's time and you were dating, um, has that changed? I mean, the misconceptions would probably be like something that is equal to fetish, where, Mm. you know, you think that, oh, I mean, again, from my experience, it's like, oh, somebody wants to date an Asian woman because they think, you know, it's like, um, yeah, we're submissive and like Mm -hmm. all these things. And I just don't, I mean, these stereotypes are also so played out. It's like, Mm -hmm. okay, that's, is that all you have? I I don't know. Like, (laughs) yeah, I, I think it's, they must have stemmed from somewhere, right? So, so me being a little jokester, I feel like maybe it did come from somewhere and, and it probably was true at one point or maybe it wasn't at all and they just somehow ran with it. But mm-hmm. it's it's the the progression that we have made as a country, as a humankind, and for mm-hmm. people to still have that in the back of their mind is just insane. Yeah. I just... The, there's misconceptions everywhere for every yeah. single uh, race. group of people. Yeah. yeah, every single race. And, you know, I'm I'm not sure where it came from. I, I just think it was, uh, I mean, just being honest, I have no idea. Um, because if you go back to what I was saying earlier, when you think about the people that were in our neighborhoods, mm-hmm. chances are, and I, I would think 100%, none of those people were dating women who are Asian. None of them had ever mm-hmm. been to an Asian continent. So how would they know? Right, right. <laughs> Honestly, how, how would they know? Um, and it was always, everything is always based on what you have access to. You know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I know. I, I think some people are bitter. Some people are sweet. I don't think it has anything to do with the race. You know, if you have a preference, once again, you have a preference, you know, stay on that preference. 
You know, I, I love I love the way someone's skin looks. Or you know, that that is a personal preference. It doesn't guarantee you anything. Same right. way with someone who's religious versus spiritual. You get it? Mm -hmm. Or organized mm -hmm. religion? I I I cannot do. And that's mm -hmm. that's been you know that that's based on my travels. I cannot do that. Uh, the, the cultism and that kind of thing because that's what it is. I cannot do that. But someone right. who is responsible to someone other than themselves. And as some kind of just like spirit, some some kind of spirituality consistently, mm -hmm. I, I'll I'll do I'll hang around that all day just to see where that leads. You know, because yeah. it's not that they're better than me; it's just that they're in, that's where they are in their journey. I'll hang around that all day to see where that leads. Right. Culturally stereotypes that affect a relationship. I, I, I was I was talking to somebody about this the other day. And how, how do I want to pose it where it doesn't come across uh, ignorant? <laughs> on my, on my behalf. <laughs> intimately. Mm -hmm. Intimately. Uh, preference. Intimately, you have a preference. How does that play a part in the way you view people publicly? Well, again, that, I feel like that th this is all this conversation is like very much borderline fetishism, fetishization, mm -hmm. because right. it's like how you, how you want to be handled or how you want your uh, romantic uh, life to be um, uh, like portrayed. Mm -hmm. it, it's like. I don't know. For me, it's just, do I like the person? If right. I liked the person, then I can imagine us getting to that stage. If I don't like you and it's just like a physical thing, I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm also a person that I have to like you to get there. I, I don't, personally, I don't just, I can't just hook up with people just because I find them attractive. That has yeah. never worked out for me. So mm -hmm. that question is kind of, I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this, uh, and that's, that's the whole point is just to be on, open and honest with some of the things and some of the misconceptions. Um, yeah. You know, like, again, like you say, that's that fine line between, you know, having a fetish and, you know, what it actually really is. So, right. um, you know, different, you want skin color next to yours. You want different texture next to you. I get that. But it doesn't guarantee anything um, as far as a relationship. I get that 100%. Mm -hmm. uh, activism uh, related. And I know you and I, we touched on this for a moment. Uh, someone who doesn't feel strongly about uh, the rights you feel strongly about. How, how do you handle that? See, if you don't feel strongly about anything, you uh, do you feel? Do you know what it feels like to feel strongly for me? No, no. So, so not, that. Go ahead. No, no I just want to clarify. You're saying like if they have no strong opinions about social issues that I am a part of that I believe in. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and that, now, 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 let's let's base that. Let, let's let, let's add a caveat to that. Let's base that based on them not growing up a certain way. Get it? So That's fine. Them... But 
I think we are grown enough. We have access. Mm -hmm. We have this thing called the internet. We have this little thing <laughs> called Google, right. and people can learn that way. You know, like right. I, I think I'm almost sick of like people using excuses. One thing about right. humans, we're very lazy. Once we get yeah. accustomed to things, we're not going to learn, right. or, or we're not going to try to relearn what we were taught. Especially from my experience, or or maybe not my experience per se, but like the exposure I have with certain groups of people from the South, mm. you can't, they are not willing to unlearn what they have been taught. And that's dangerous because you're mm -hmm. not like, you're not understanding the flow of the world right now. You're mm. not understanding there are many types of people. There are, you know, people identify as different things now. We didn't have the language of it before. It has been going on for years, hundreds yeah. of years in other cultures and religions we just didn't have a language for it so that right. now that there is one learn it figure it out like in reality it's like why do you want to be the dumbass that doesn't understand what's going on you right. you want to be ignorant and that's just yeah. so sad for for where we are in the world you know yeah, yeah. that that is a preference i get that uh piggyback on that how, how how do you handle disagreements related to race or um or, or, or ethnicity with, with somebody you're dealing with? How do, how do you handle that? I, I don't think I've ever really had an argument about like race or ethnicity because I think mm -hmm. what it comes down to if I'm in a relationship or I'm, in a, I'm dating someone, the, the, the issues that we have are relationship issues. Mm -hmm. Like, Brad, why didn't you take out the trash? <laughs> Rodney, <laughs> I need you to pick up your socks <laughs> off my little area. Thank you. It's not like... It, you know, oh, man. Oh, that's, that's, that's the problems we have, not, and I think that, yeah. I'm sorry, that's funny. So, so never had a problem uh, with someone who wanted to celebrate uh, Kwanzaa. Let's do it. Like, yeah, okay. I have, while I would never have an issue with any of that because I think it's beautiful that two right. cultures are coming together and like, you know, merging and mm -hmm. adapting and just finding ways to like incorporate both into your mm -hmm. relationship. And just, it's a, it's on top of that, it's a learning opportunity. And I think right. some people may find learning new things to be challenging as, as, mm -hmm. as it can be, because again, we are so stuck in our ways, but sometimes that will open our horizons to other things. That's why people travel. And for people that don't travel, what are you doing? Yeah, you know, sure. like, and I understand not everyone has the, um, the finances to take them to Dubai every year or whatever. But mm -hmm. I think even just going to different parts domestically, you'll be exposed to different types of people. And when you go mm -hmm. and you, when you travel in general to avoid places that you would be at when you're at home and that's yeah. the best way to learn. So I think um, I feel like I always keep, I, I, I keep getting lost in what your question is and I go on a tangent and then we go and then no. we end up somewhere else. What was your original no, question? No, 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 you're, you're, you're absolutely right. That, that <laughs> is, that is part of what I was asking. Um, I, I think everything has to do with exposure. Um, yeah. you know, the same way if you're dating someone, you, if you're working 60 hours a week, chances are you're going to date, start dating someone who's in your field because you're spending so much time in that area. So I, oh, I agree Lord. with that 100. 
no seriously that, that's real talk who do you who do you have access to do you have access to you know the, the, the male guy you know your, your mailman who you may see periodically on a saturday or do you have access to bob like you mentioned before who's who works with you who you may spend six seven eight hours a day with at least five days a week Oh, I'm not trying are, to date Bob. Uh-huh. I, I know you. You may not be trying. You may, you may not be trying to date him, but you will definitely be around him more, or right. be around that type more. So um, I, I get that one hundred percent, and I, I think everyone should travel to to to, to kind of open up their open up their views on what is, and I won't even say available to them, but just the differences that are out there that are hella cool to feel, to hella cool to experience. To, to see, to just kind of immerse yourself in and just be like, you know what, man? I when I like when I went to and you you know my story when I left here and I came back. When I came back here, my neighborhood seemed really small. And that was mm. based on nothing other than my travels. Because when I was in Okinawa, uh the people were receiving. Okinawa's basically a beach. So there's just a lot of water and you know some green and and the people from the time they got up in the morning to the time they laid it down at whatever time of night that was, they seemed to have a vision or focus of whatever it was, even if it was just them enjoying themselves. There was no right. idle time. So I saw the world differently. I, I saw people differently. And it had nothing to do with what they were wearing, what they had, what they drove, how they looked. Um, it, it was just hella cool. And I, I think that's if we can get there dating, I, I think I think we're better off, you know. Um, and I, like I said, I wanted us to discuss this because I, you know, I won't say you have a preference, but you know, I, I know you. You get it. And mm-hmm. the same thing with with me because I don't have a preference, but I know me also. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, and we we have some of the same parallels with with do's and don'ts, and you know. What feels good, what doesn't feel good, what works, what, you know, what is a deal breaker? And I wanted to touch on some of those things. Yeah. yeah. Advice you would give someone who wanted to venture out away from the norm, if they've only been dating someone of their own race. Advice you would give if they wanted to venture out and experience other cultures. I mean, my first question is like, what's stopping you? Because I think if it's like family or religion, I'm mean, religion, it, I understand these are all pivotal mm-hmm. questions and like p- mm-hmm. pivotal things in your life. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's like, it's your happiness. You're gonna be living with this person and it's 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 in your hands, you know? Yeah. They're in, like, they can be upset about it, but they'll get over it. You're not gonna mm-hmm. get over it. You're gonna be living with this person for the rest of your life. So, and, yeah. and I'm speaking from a heteronormative monogamous relationship standpoint. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be stuck with them. And I'd rather be stuck with someone I chose than stuck with someone that I chose to make my family or my religion happy. Yeah. 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 Um, I had a friend and uh, she started dating outside of her race based on nothing more than just purely love. And her family frowned upon it initially because they had misconceptions about what, who 
their daughter should be dating more specifically. But once they got to know the individual, it, it, it's cool to see where they are now as opposed to where they started. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I, I think what you just said is right on point. Um, I, I think you should start where you are, have to have to realize, hey, if I'm going against the norm, chances are I'm going to get some funny looks. If I'm going against what's been expected for me and of me, I'm going to get some kind of pushback from the people who I think care about me. But ultimately, like you just said, it's on me. I have to get up and go to bed. Yeah, I have to get up and go to bed with me every single day. Am I cool with this? As opposed to, damn, I wish I would have. I I messed that up. You get it? Right. But I also want to challenge that. I want to challenge that by saying, like, what makes dating the someone of your same quote unquote community? Why why is that normal? And why does mm-hmm. dating outside your quote unquote race abnormal? Mm-hmm. Like well, that that's the question that I don't understand. And yeah. that's also very specific because the Bay Area, like again, how I grew up, it was just like what it is. Mm. Like we didn't have any questions. It was like, oh, Sarah goes out with Duran. <laughs> Ashley is dating Jesus. That's just what it is. Like there is no issue, and it right. wasn't an issue until later on, where somebody made it an issue. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Somebody, yeah, so, like like racism is taught. It is. Yeah, most definitely, most mm-hmm. definitely, it, it, it's taught. I had that talk with uh with two dub. Well, I'm sorry, Caitlin. Uh, when when her and I did that interview, and I said, you know, mm-hmm. I grew up in a different era. You know, I loved the Brady Bunch growing up and particularly mm-hmm. because it was three boys and three girls. I have two brothers and three sisters. So we were like the Brady Bunch. We oh, were yeah. not <laughs> we were not like that white family, the Brady Bunch. You get mm-hmm. it? Right. That, that that never came up in conversation. It never right. did. You know, mm-hmm. you just identified with whoever you were identifying with and you you know, you fast forward to where you you know, you start dealing with different people and you realize that, you know, that is how my view changed or that is how my my ideology changed, my thoughts on this changed because they were taught. Right. And they were given to me over and over and over. And I'm not saying it's right, but I, I can definitely put a pin in where that came from now. Mm-hmm. And so because I can do that, I realize that's wrong. I need to train my, my thinking for myself. Right. So if you're going to date, make sure they're good to you. Make sure they're good for you. Uh, make sure you guys have the same core values. If you do not have the same core values, it will not work. It will not work. And I'm not talking something as blatantly as fire is hot and water is wet, but something <laughs> along the line of just like, you know what? That's... That's, I don't like the, that. That doesn't sound good, no matter how many times they say it. No matter how yeah. many times they say it, it doesn't sound good. It doesn't feel good. And with that, can you deal with that on a daily? Can. Can you yep. deal with that on a daily basis? Because that is their true heart. And that, that part, you know, and that may just be where they are in their journey. Mm-hmm. But you need to be real with that part. And it's like, you know what, man? I I I I I can't I can't be around this. I can't. You know, I I care about them, but I cannot be around this. And from a relationship standpoint, 
dwindling down race or dwindling down religion or sexual preference. I mean, you're, 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 you're closing a circle that doesn't have to be that small. That is a personal mm -hmm. choice. Mm -hmm. you know, it's a personal choice. Um, but if you remain open to the possibilities of just feeling, of just being, and just being, imagine being able to close your eyes, man. You got somebody next to you being able to close your eyes who you completely trust. Who yeah. knows the very, the very worst things about you, and those things are okay. The worst Where's things. Where's the act? Where's the act? Because I close my eyes, I wake up, still not there. So there seems to be some type of lost uh, uh, tracking number. He arrived at the wrong house. Uh, I don't know. Um, uh, Amazon uh, delivery man stole the package. I don't know. Oh, oh well, that, that caught me out. God. I wasn't expecting that. That's pretty good. They're out there. <laughs> Out there, I, I don't, hmm. I, I, I don't, it's I don't available. know. The they, they, they may be in the go back section, or, or like on the, the you know, about to, ain't, I know, about, no. about to be, they're, they're on the shelf with the about to be expired stuff, where nobody, mm -hmm. nobody's looking with them, nobody wants Jeez. them because they're not shiny, they're not new, they're not hot. You get it? So, but but so what? what what's you, the advice you have for me? How about that? How, what's the advice you have for me defining a man? In general, I know this is about interracial uh, discourse, no, but, and, but and, you know. and and it, yeah, it would with you, it would never be that way. Um, I would think you know, find somebody who's been through some stuff. Mm. Find honestly, you got to find somebody who's been through some stuff. If you have someone who's never experienced any kind of, and I won't say just personal hardships or financial or or lost somebody. You know, if, if you if you get somebody who's had some of those things, they, they value people. Mm -hmm. They value the loss of of someone. They they with that they know what that's like. So while even and I'm not saying it it doesn't it guarantees you not having issues or problems in a relationship because that's not the case. But it's like you know what, man, I ain't going nowhere. I've been I I know what this is like. I know what it's like to be mad at somebody. I know what it's like to have somebody mad at me. I've been mad at before. So mm -hmm. <laughs> they'll get over it. We'll get over it. You know, I, I don't want to be too long-winded, but, I, you know, I, I think about my mom and my pop. And like I said, they were married 52 years up until the time when um, she passed. But my mm -hmm. mom would be honest with you. She's like, you have no idea how many times I wanted to call it quits. Yeah, but see, we didn't see that. We just saw them mm -hmm. together. But right. there were times when she felt pressure. There were times where where she was a woman, as opposed to just as opposed to our mom. You get it? Yeah. You get it? Yeah. Because from the woman's standpoint, the same issues that every other woman has. From a motherly standpoint, she's larger than life. She ain't going nowhere. She's with my daddy. They're together. That's the picture. Mm -hmm. That's not the real of it. But if you got somebody right. who's been through some stuff. Who, who's had to fight to, to keep some things or just maintain some things or who fought as long as they could and lost those things but did not quit. That, in my opinion, those things last longer in a relationship. 
Well, because if you are listening honestly, and you are over no. six feet and you have been through some things, please call no. me at. <laughs> okay, now, now, now let's 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 deal with that. So let, let's say they're five, eleven, and a quarter. Oh Lord, why you gotta do uh, that? No, yeah, see, it. sure. Okay, no, I'll take it. I'll take okay, it. Okay, it, it, exactly your height. When no, I'm just saying, whatever height oh, you are, right. exactly your height. Exactly your height. We can be friends. All those, be all friends. those things, all those, all those things. We can be the you, best you, friends you, ever. You would, you would, you be willing. So you're telling me for a few inches. I'm talking about height wise for a few inches. <laughs> you, you, you'd be willing to throw away the thing that that you need, the thing that you want. You would for for you be willing to throw that away? Look, I've met a lot of great men in my life. Okay, I'll find another. We can <laughs> honestly, honestly, God, God, yeah. God has sent God has sent this person just walking by you all the time, and you're like, no, nah, not tall enough. No, nah, not tall enough. Just walking like by the, you. It's like the the um, is it little red little red Riding Hood? It's like, oh, oh, this bed is too small. Yeah. Oh, Goldilocks and the three bears. Goldilocks, Goldilocks, yeah. That's red, red, red. Wow, it's been a while. It's okay. Yeah. A few inches. Yeah, well, I guess I'm going to be single till 45. No, you got time. But again, because I may be a little older, I'm telling you, you'll be like, you know what, man? I'm tripping. I've had that. Don't guarantee nothing. I've had that. It doesn't. Don't guarantee nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking. For, I'm just speaking for me. Okay. Well, it looks has to look a certain, or you know, it has to say, or it has to want, or it has to be motivated, has to believe, has. Like, you know what, man? Let, let me work on me. And as long as I'm working on me, I'm going to attract what I should be attracted. No, and that's if, and that's one hundred ten percent. Yes, and, and I feel like that's where I'm at. Like I have not attracted my ideal partner because maybe I'm not my ideal partner yet you know mm. so until mm. I I also don't go out <laughs> but I think you know I'm a pretty solid person but mm -hmm. in case I you know don't meet the people that are up to my expectations it's maybe because right. I'm not where I need to be so right. um and I will be single until I'm 85 if that's the case and that's just that I'm not going to, again, like what we talked about earlier, like be more accepting of certain things, but that yeah. does not mean lowering your standards as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so. that's definitely, yeah. I, I, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that if I wanted to. I couldn't. Yeah. That's for me. That's one of those, like, you know what, man, I like, I'm good. I don't care what it looks like, what it sounds like, what it, and I was about to be I was a whole nother end, but. No, I'm good. <laughs> I, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good. It's, it's, it, it, it's short. It has an expiration date. Right. You know, it, that right there has an expiration date for what it is I want on a daily. You get it? Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm slower with some stuff. I need somebody who can, like, be in the flow of that and understand that, but understand that my energy level is can't be matched on most things. It's like, you know, my get up and go kind of isn't when, it, when I really need to get up and go. Get mm -hmm. it. Let, let's go travel. Let's go do X, Y, and Z. I know right. that's you know it's it, it's a fine line because of what my age is and what people think you should be doing or what your lifestyle should be like at this age. 
it's it's right. not easy. It, mm-hmm. it is. It's not easy. Um, I, it, it's been difficult to find, or when I was dating someone like that, who could keep up, so to speak, my mm-hmm. age. Get it? Because mm-hmm. they, they wanted to sit around and do stuff that at that age you're supposed to be doing. Supposedly, that's that's not where I am. And hopefully mm-hmm. I never get to that point, ever. <laughs> Forever. Thank you for this, man. Thank you for having me. I'm I'm yeah. thankful you thought of me for this. Um, I was a little nervous. I'm still, you know, thinking like, did I say anything dumb while we were? <laughs> yeah. But uh, I hope you know the people that are listening. Um, honestly, I I feel like you know you have conversations with so many different types of people and just kind of like exposing people to the the different personalities and just professionals and just regular folk. Every not like you know everyday people type of thing and that kind of inspires people to to know that you know we are all one and the same we have the same type of problems we grow we are mm-hmm. happy we get mm-hmm. sad we go through we grieve but um at the end of the day it's just about community and finding people that care about you so i hope yeah. that you know you're able to you know continue this and further this um and yeah i'm excited to see where this this takes you thank you kim Thank you. Of yeah. course, I thought you. You're my friend, man. And with that, like you know, I, I can be transparent with you. I, I'm transparent, transparent with everybody, but I can be transparent with you, and you don't take it personally. <laughs> and, by, and vice versa. <laughs> and vice versa. So with that, man, you know, we're, we're always good. We're always in the flow. Um, and I'm sure we're gonna revisit something else that comes up that we want to talk about. And we didn't go into your bio, but Kim is in the entertainment field. Um, without giving out details or anything like that. Um, and she's here in Los Angeles, fellas. She's here in Los Angeles. <laughs> so so, uh, so with dead. that, do, do we want to send them to your social media so they can check you out? Oh, no, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you, it's like, oh, I talk a lot of game, but then I'm oh. like, oh, you know what? I actually don't think so. Let, let's hear um, it. Okay. Let's, let's yeah, direct no. people to you. <laughs> um, my TikTok is Kimmy Carrots. That's K I M I K A R A T S. I'm trying to get into it. I know that's like the preferred platform these days. Um, <laughs> I don't know how often I will. I mean, I have a little like things here and there, but um, I need to get my YouTube back, which I'll be working on. But, anyways, uh, my Instagram is Kimikaze, which I know people, it's very problematic. It's just I've had it for so long. I have not changed it. Um, but it's K-I-M-A-K-A-Z-E. That's it. Okay. That's it. There we go. There we go. So go check her out, fella. She's single. Uh, <laughs> now you trying to uh, sell me on here, but. I'm going to go pick, we'll pick you out. Oh, you guys, I'm set up a GoFundMe. So for $5, I'll give you the first three, <laughs> the, the, the first three numbers of her phone number. You're going to get zero entries, but um, thank you for your help. Thank you for being a great friend, a great mentor, a great um, trainer when when we were training together. Um, An all-around stand-up guy. Oh, thank you, Kim. I appreciate that, man. Thank you, thank you. Go ahead and do your thing, but thank you for this, and I will let you know. Also, hey, I need a few pictures from you, so that way I can do promotion cards. As you see, the promotion cards that I always put out every week. so just do that. I'm, I'm going to edit this 
and I'll send it to you, let you know what it looks like. Oh dear. Okay. Sounds good, Sean. Cool. All right. And don't don't send me pictures from like twenty years ago. Uh, I don't have any <laughs> please. Go 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 take some pictures. Go go do what you do on <laughs> the same way you take pictures of your food all the time. Yeah, but I don't want to yeah. be exactly. I can't. I, I, I can't. Do you want me to go find some pictures of you? No. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Then I'll, I'll be putting up some stuff with you with pigtails on, man. So. Oh, not pigtails. Uh, you know, you got some school. You got some childhood school pictures around her. That oh, chances God. are a screenshot that you were doing. Like, oh, oh look great. at her. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Pictures, man. Go ahead and do your thing. But thank you for this again. I appreciate you. Okay. Okay, thank you. I appreciate you as well. I hope it, it turned out okay. Yeah, birthday coming up, man. You excited? Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah, oh, wait, okay. I'm a little sad you can't volunteer, but. Yeah, I, I, I wish I could. I really do. But All good. Da daddy duties. It's like, come on, man. Yeah. So, anyway, that's my dude. I get it. I say, and you see him now, he's got like sideburns and a mustache like, and little, little, right. little chin. <laughs> huh? so, well, yeah, physically he looks like it, but he's still the same kid. Oh, still the same kid. And anime up the yin yang, and he's still he's still the same kid. Oh, yeah, that's sweet. That's my guy. That's my guy. That's my guy. Yeah. But go ahead, man. I will talk to you soon. Okay. All right. Talk to you later, Sean. Thank you, Kill. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye. Me and the Crew, the 1523 podcast, is a Leverette Gang original, presented and produced by Sean E. Leverette. Caleb Emanuel, Noah Clarence, and Urania Celeste are Leverette Gang producers. Please listen, like, follow, or subscribe on your preferred platform to receive our content first. <laughs>